The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Your boy Pooba, I got my man and Teddy Murphy in the building. What's good with you, my boy? What's happening with you, bro? Boy, this audio is listen, it's one of them nights already. I can tell all the technologies, technology. It's gonna be one of them night. I'm, I'm gonna fight through it though. Fight through it. So we gonna get through it. I don't know what's going on. Can you hear me? All right. Yeah, I can hear you fine, bro. Hey, can you hear me all right? Yeah, I can hear you, bro. Can you hear me? Yeah, you good, bro. Yeah, okay. But I'm going to have to pull some magic here. Because I can't, I can't, it's like a real bad delay on my end. And it just don't happen. 
Where we at? There we go. We're going to figure this out. I don't know what's going on, but I, I, I'm just, it's terrible around here. Um, my internet, internet, is like the, the internet of all internet issues. And we're going to get through it, though. Can't talk about me tonight. Hey, hey, listen, I apologize for Elba talking about the things that go on in Monroe and the 318 and your internet. <laughs> Cause right now, listen, my my whole computer just moving slow. I'm behind. I don't know. I'm just gonna restart it. See how we can go from here. I you gonna have to control the the rest of the stuff. I got you. All right. Um. As we see, we see what's going on. We see what kind of day it is. What kind of uh show it's gonna be. Uh, we can go ahead and get at it. Uh. Go ahead, uh, here for my give a shout out to our sponsor over on Bet Online. Bet Online, betonline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. Bet Online is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered. For all your sports wagering needs, we have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to betonline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey, we are back. Um, I see Danny girl taking shots. <laughs> so, so you mean Pew finally admitting it was his internet on that call? Uh, on that call delay. No, it was not my internet. Um, we figured out what it was. It was actually um, you couldn't hear me. You could only hear Ant, but Ant wasn't talking. Uh, we we had the lines crossed or something like that. So that's not. I, I get sensitive when it comes to uh technology stuff. So um, yeah. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. That's your warning, Danny girl. You about to get booted. Nah. But man, it was a uh, it was a great weekend for uh, LSU basketball. Um, I I would say sports. I don't. I think the I don't know what the gymnastics. Uh, what the uh, ladies did. They gymnastics. They won. Yeah. Great weekend sure all around for for LSU Tigers. Then. I'm pretty sure they beat Arkansas. I mean, it seemed like Arkansas getting beat to sleep by everybody. Um. Including themselves. Men's basketball. Let's start there. Um, welcome to 2024, Will Baker. Yeah. Will Baker had a monster showing <clears throat> on Saturday to get the thing started off uh in men's basketball. He was um he was on fire, to say the least. Um, I don't think there's much you can say or or, or can't say about him. Uh, thoughts on the game? 
Man, uh, it was good to see Will Baker come out aggressive and, uh, like you say, on fire like that. Um, oh, there we go. It was an echo. But uh, it was good to see him come out with that mindset, aggressive mindset. Um, his shot was falling. Good to see him coming out like that. Uh, Jalen Cook coming off the bench was interesting to me. Um. I was kind of surprised with the lineup that McMahon went with, but overall, I think that you couldn't ask for a better performance by the Tigers. Defensively, offensively, they just played probably their best game they played in a while. I agree. Uh, you can't ask for much more, uh, and we still – I know that's because of this. Um, I still feel like I'm a little bit behind lagging. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get it figured out. It's this, it's the laptop now because um, I got to get rid of all that stuff from um, – that we was trying to get. Um, but, yeah, it was um, – it was interesting with, with uh, Jalen Cook coming off the bench. Uh, but he was your bench. He provided points off the bench. Um, Hannibal was able to get things going uh, offensively, um, leading the team at point. Um, I tell you what, I did like the lineup when they had both guys in. Uh, he would bring the ball. Well, Jalen would bring the ball up, and he would command the offense. Still, you know, saying giving out directions, you know, telling people where to go, uh, and he. Even if Jalen was taking it himself, there was a lot more movement. Uh, you could see that the offense ran smoothly. Uh, but my only fear, because D Love say it's curse, LOL. Um, my only fear is that it's because we play Arkansas and they're down that we look this good. I mean, yeah, your next three games, you're going to find out a lot about this team whenever you look at your opponents. You got Tennessee, Kentucky, Alabama, your next three opponents. I don't, I think the order might be a little off, but that's the next three teams you play. So you're going to find out a lot about uh, where the team really at in terms of SEC play or their tournament team and things like that, but you did what you were supposed to do against the Arkansas team that's down. So I'm not going to look too much into, you know, the result. You did what you were supposed to do against that team. Big facts. Um, another thing about it, the shooting percentage. I don't know what we ended up at, but I know at one point it was like, through the first half, we was like 80, 86% shooting. Some some wild like that. It was all, it was like a game of 2K. Um, how well they were playing. Yeah, you know, a, I'll, I, I, I have to look. I can pull it up. See what we ended up with. No, I don't know offhand what we ended up with, but I know they was on fire. Fifty two percent. Have to go 
I'm still, I'm still kind of. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, you just lagging bad. All right. Let's see if this works better. Can't, what about now? Yeah, it's, it looked like you're freezing though. Like, okay. I might have to do it like this. Uh, this might work better for me. This is this episode gonna go down and in for me. All right, this might be a little bit better. At least I can keep up with you. Um, I don't know what I'm. Mm. Mm. Um, this team, uh, Coach McMahon, he felt it feels like he. Um, Felt a lot more comfortable in this game as well with how he, you know, kind of commanded this team as well. Yeah, he uh, he pretty much owned Musselman so far since he's been at LSU. If you look at last year, they first SEC win, only SEC win last year was against uh, Arkansas. So uh, he's been pretty successful against Musselman. And I think they found he found something that works against that system, and he's been able to exploit it so far. I don't know what happened. My bad. I got all kind of stuff going on, and, and Paul's a say. <laughs> you got that line wire infection on the system i i tell you what i ain't gonna look up no websites that start with a p um i definitely mm, it's all kind of so i mean how do you feel do you think that lineup is something that they should go with continue to go with bring it um cook off the bench uh, let Hannibal start the game off uh, defensively to get that, you know, just to get the, the defense set first because that's kind of was the mentality. Um, McMahon said that he wanted to go with to kind of let the defense uh, start off, start, you know, as far as, you know, come out with a more defensive mentality and then build your offense through that. Yeah, I think this uh, – um... it kind of sets the tempo, you know what I mean, for the game whenever you – Whenever you're able to to come out with a defensive mindset like that, 
and I think that they play better whenever they 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 dictating the terms of the game instead of reacting to what the other team is doing. So whenever you got that defensive lineup out there, you can kind of dictate the terms of the game to the other team and make them play your game at your speed, your pace. And I think that suits this team a little bit better than trying to play at that other team's pace. All right, moving on to the women's, man. Um, Because I, I see how I don't want this. I didn't even see how they started. I, I called it like, um, I called that game like second quarter, start of second quarter, and they were already up eight. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. They were up 13 and starting to stretch, uh, stretch that one out. Um, did you get a chance to watch the game? Yeah, they um uh, they started the same normal lineup, but they kind of put Poe in the game earlier than normal and let uh Poe and Haley run run together out there and let Haley play off ball a little bit more. She was more aggressive, uh, offensively coming out playing off ball. She got some shots up, coming uh, tacking downhill off the pick and roll. Michaela had a good game with shooting wise. Uh, her shot was falling from three. She was that mid range was falling. Anissa Morrow had a ridiculous game, putting up twenty rebounds. She seemed like every shot that went up, she was grabbing the board. And Angel didn't necessarily have the greatest game that we've seen Angel play, but she still put up big numbers. But <clears throat> I think the biggest thing about this game was Poa and Haley playing together as much as they did. Poa, aggressive on offense whenever she had the ball in the hands, getting to the rim a couple times with, you know, some some nifty spin moves and things like that. So if Poa can be aggressive out there with Haley Van Liff playing off ball and her being aggressive playing off ball, I think that, that this team is really at its at his best in that with that lineup out there because it, it you can do so much offensively. You know, you still got Michaela, you still got Anissa Angel out there, but Haley playing our ball brings you another scoring threat that you don't really have. All right. Um I know this is necessarily uh and this I guess I have the same question about this Florida team that I have about uh Arkansas men's team, you know. Um is this fool's goal with between games and stuff and things get better. Um, but I don't want to wholly buy into this, oh, we good because we saw this when when the lady played Arkansas. They look good they look dominant and then we're like all right we'll be okay going into the south carolina game and true enough we played very well against south carolina but the yeah. same problems we have been seeing um that caused us um uh, you know since so many heartaches against you know colorado and, and auburn 
roll, you know what I'm saying, start to come back and hunt us late in that South Carolina game and the entire Mississippi State game. Um, now, I do want to say Mississippi State looks a lot better than I thought they initially were as a team um, because they also play, I think, Texas and them today and, and beat them uh, and look impressive in that win. But are we fooling ourselves and thinking that, hey, this team might just be, you know, saying we may have fixed what we, you know, all, all not necessarily all the issues, but we may have found a, a fix to help us, you know, saying uh, travel the waters. I guess you could say. I mean, I don't necessarily think it's fool's gold because I don't think it was the competition that, like, what I saw today was wasn't because you were playing Florida. It was the mindset and it was the adjustments made by Kim. Like Poe's mindset, unless you're saying she only had that mindset because that was playing Florida, then that's a different scenario. But if she's going to have that same mindset game in and game out, then we'll be in a good spot. If Kim's going to Kim make these same lineup moves, no matter who the opponent is, then we're in a good spot. But if Kim just did this because we was playing Florida, then, yeah, I can see where you're coming from saying that this would be fool's gold. But I think the biggest problem with this team is more like what Andrew's saying, Paul's up saying is it's a home and away thing. This team plays very well at home, and on the road is when you see them struggle a little bit because you don't get that same, that same production from your role players. You don't get that, you know, your, your your role players play better at home. So the Poas, the Haley Van List, Flages, they play better at home than they would on the road. So you need to get that the production increase on the road from those from those players. And if if these adjustments can do that, then it's not fool's gold. You there? All right. Um. Uh, no, I'll hang or, or hold on. Let me see if I pull it up. Cause I was looking. Come tournament time, depending on you know what bracket we land in. All I'm not gonna say all, but the big the big dogs out west in the Pac-12, they doing some things. Oh, I mean, ain't no team in the country better than South Carolina. So you already played the toughest team in the country to play, and you hung with them for. The entire game, yeah. so yeah, yeah. But you, what do we? But you'll. I mean, you could possibly see them again in the SEC tournament, uh, depending on how well you do. Um, but then to win it all, you're going to have to face South Carolina again. But you got to go through other teams to get there. Um, it don't matter if you can't get through, you know, if you're going to – if we're saying the issue is home versus away, um, 
when you're looking at, you know, okay, what's well, the maybe the first two rounds were good. I think that's you know you get you play at home or whatever, possibly, um, depending on your seeding. But let's say we in the Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight. Now you have to go up against like we did last year, a Utah, or you have to play against a Colorado, or you got to play against say USC, or you got to play against a Stanford. That's where those adjustments that I just that's where I kind of get a little angst. I mean, you know, saying round two, you know. You said something I missed. I was saying that's what whenever you get into those sweet 16 matchups and things like that, that's what those adjustments that I was just talking about come into play. That's what we need to see Poe with that aggressive mindset. We need to see Haley Van Liff off ball with an aggressive mindset offensively, making making open shots and taking and knocking down good shots. We need to see Michaela Williams with with her jumper falling and 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 clicking on all cylinders. We need to see Flage turning defense into offense and attacking whenever she gets the ball. Like, that's whenever you need to see all the adjustments that you've been making these last couple games. That's when all that's going to really matter is whenever you're playing those type games. That's why I say if if these adjustments translate and follow through the season until we get to those matchups, then what we've been seeing today isn't necessarily fool's gold. But if they stop doing this, then yeah, it's it'll be fool's gold. I got you. I understand. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I was missed some of that, but you were absolutely right. Um, let's talk Super Bowl real quick. Super Bowl preview next Sunday is the Super Bowl. Um, we've got the Chiefs versus the 49ers. Um, a rematch of what's that four years ago? Uh, but this one seems to have a, 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 I guess you could say a tad bit different feeling. Um, the 49ers come in as the is the favorite. Um, the Chiefs come in. The Chiefs got so much experience. They've been here. They've won this championship. But. I'm wondering if they're gonna have if they're gonna be able to overcome because they have a lack of I'm not gonna say I guess for lack of better words they have a a talent deficit um going to, uh, going against this San Francisco team when you don't have a Tyreek you don't have a you no know, I guess you could say true number one wide receiver outside you know you we've got Kelsey but mm-hmm. you got Pacheco. But is that going to be enough? Because this is, this, I feel like this is, this might be an under game with yeah, these defenses, like, both uh, defenses. I feel like San Francisco definitely the more talented team. Um, but the question is going to come down to who who has the better quarterback play in crunch time. We've seen Mahomes do it before. We haven't seen Purdy do it before at this stage. But like you say, both defenses are going to be 
kind of leading the way for their team. So it's going to come down to who can make a play when it matters the most. And Purdy's got more help around him to do it, but we've seen Mahomes do it. But We've seen him do it time in and time out, counted out before. We counted him out versus Buffalo. People counted him out versus Baltimore. So, I mean, and he kept made a, he found a way every time. So it's going to come down, in my opinion, to which quarterback can make a play whenever their team needs it. Um, in this game, we just talked about defense. Um, I mentioned about the offense. Uh, what are you expecting as far as what is is what do you expect or or, or figure to be the key in this one? Hmm. San Francisco being able to run the ball. And, and keep Mahomes on the sideline. Um, obviously, they got a great running game with McCaffrey. And the way they utilize Debo and, and, and the running game a little bit, if they can they can run the ball successfully, keep Mahomes off the, off the field, and help their defense stay rested, I think that's the recipe right there for uh, San Francisco to win. And we've seen – We've seen that you can kind of run on Kansas City at different times this year. So with their run defense versus San Francisco's great rushing attack is going to be the key that I'm looking at in this game. Yeah, that's facts. I've, I I kind of feel you on that one. Um, if Baltimore that matchup, we everybody was was kind of the matchup you picked in the beginning of the season. Um, San Francisco's got to if Shanahan has learned anything from his Super Bowl, hmm. you know, um, his Super Bowl uh previous Super Bowl games, run the ball. That's facts. Run the ball. Um. But we're gonna see, you know. I hope he, you know, saying people are creatures I have it. I hope he 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 has let that go. Um, but we're gonna see. Uh man, we're gonna have to get up out of here, man. I, I'm I am barely functioning over here. Uh I gotta figure out what's going on with this laptop. Uh but man, before we get up out of here, I, I do wanna say um rest in peace to uh long time. Florida State baseball coach uh, Mike Martin. Mike Martin passed away February 1st um, at the age of 79 uh, in Tallahassee. Uh, coach Martin coached Florida State for 40 plus years. Uh, he had 11 Metro tournament championships, eight ACC tournament championships, four Metro regular season championships, nine ACC regular season championships. He was two-time Baseball America Coach of the Year, six-time Conference, Metro Conference Coach of the Year, seven-time ACC uh, Coach of the Year. Uh, his overall record, get this in, 2029, 736, and four. In the tournaments, he was 142-83. and 83. If I'm not mistaken, he he made the tournament every year as a coach. 
Rest so, in peace to Cover He uh he coached the number one player, the number one draft pick. You got anything? He coached he coached the number one draft pick in the MLB and he coached the number one draft pick in the NFL. How many college baseball coaches have done that? Wow. Wow. Amazing, man. Um, we're not gonna see a lot of this stuff anymore. We talked about this uh last night in spaces. Um when it comes to like running backs, we're not gonna see that anymore as far as like the the two thousand yard rusher or uh the, the 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 running back who's who's gonna try who's gonna break that uh Emmitt Smith record. Uh, we're not gonna see that kind of stuff anymore. We're not gonna see these coaches who who win 400 games in college football. We're not gonna see these necessarily see these baseball coaches uh, who win uh, 2029 games over a career, 40 seasons. We're not gonna see that anymore. Um, I do, you know, what I'm saying thank Coach Martin. He never won the big one, uh, but he definitely, definitely uh, was was top five. You know, saying uh, of those coaches, you know who who made it and and did well. You know, he he's man, man. I I do hate to see um, that we lost another one. So, but man, you, you got anything else before we get up out of here? Nah, that's all I got, bro. All right, let me get this this let me get this mess fixed. And uh I, I promise you I owe y'all a better show. Uh that one on me. But uh at least I do got some 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 better outro music for us though. <laughs> let me go ahead and play that up. We'll be back May sometime this week, maybe next week. This show was presented by betonline.ag. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe on Twitter at Golden Boot. On Instagram at Golden Boot. On YouTube at The Golden Boot Pod. On Facebook at The Golden Boot Pod. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.